they made all their plans. When Aunt Lucy came home, the girls were still so busy with their lists and designs that they almost didn't want to stop for tea. But they loved having tea with Aunt Lucy every afternoon, and not even for a wonderful idea would they miss it. The cousins ran downstairs to join her in the parlor. Aunt Lucy was young and very pretty. She had long red hair and freckled skin, and she wore such colorful clothes. Bright pink jumpers, lime green jackets, blouses with glittery moons and stars. But Aunt Lucy's house was completely old-fashioned, and her parlor was, as Lily described it, quaintly quaint. The girls sat in white wicker chairs and balanced their teacups and saucers on their laps while Aunt Lucy told them about her day. Elliot, Tess's black-and-white cat who lived in the attic, too, wandered into the room and rubbed against Aunt Lucy's legs as she talked. "'The sweetest old gentleman came by the shop today,' said Aunt Lucy. He wanted to send his wife something special to celebrate the day they first met at an ice-cream parlor.' So I went to French's Market and bought some cones and sprinkles, and I filled each cone with a white carnation, a little glue and chocolate sprinkles, some greenery and bows. It was an ice cream bouquet. Yum, said Tess. Makes me want a banana split. Where do you buy all the little decorating things you use, Aunt Lucy? asked Lily, giving Rosie and Tess a pay-attention look. Oh, here and there, but the place I like best is the old craft shop over on Vine. Near Michael's apartment, grinned Rosie. Aunt Lucy blushed. Well, yes, but I liked it best before I met him, she said with an embarrassed smile. Are the decorating things expensive? "'asked Lily, still gathering serious information. "'Oh, no,' said Aunt Lucy. "'There are boxes and boxes of small, loose things, "'old things and new things, "'and some cost as little as a penny apiece.' "'Lily and Tess looked at each other and nodded. "'They knew just where to head tomorrow after school. "'Do you think you'll marry, Michael?' Rosie asked Aunt Lucy. "'Oh, my goodness!' said Aunt Lucy, all flustered. Heavens! Is that a yes? asked Tess. The cousins giggled and giggled. Then Aunt Lucy smiled and kissed them all and cleared away the tea tray. She was still bright pink as she headed toward the kitchen. Small Things If we're going to the craft shop, we have to stop and see Michael, said Rosie the next day. Of the three cousins, Rosie was the most particularly fond of Michael. She loved sweet, gentle people who smiled at her. The girls were walking directly from school over to Vine, and each had a book bag across her shoulders. Ugh, said Tess. Of all days, I had to pick this one to borrow an atlas from the library. My bag is so heavy. Why do you need an atlas? asked Lily. Well, when I go on tour some day, said Tess, I want to know where I'm going. So I thought I'd start to get to know the world. Tess loved to sing, and she felt sure she would be a performer one day. She collected old records of all kinds, opera, blues, jazz, show tunes. 
and she knew the words to every song she owned. Sometimes when Lily and Rosie were bored, Tess would sing a number for them. I don't want to know the world, said Rosie. I want to live on Cobble Street forever. Well, Mother and Dad definitely won't like that, said Lily. They want us to travel the globe like they're doing. I'd rather stay home and sew, said Rosie. Lily and Tess giggled. Rosie, you are such a... 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 Rosie, said Tess. Rosie grinned. It wasn't such a bad thing to be. The cousins saw Michael's apartment building, flanked by the two stone lions, just ahead. Please, let's just ring and see if he wants company, said Rosie. With Mrs. Haverstock back in Chicago, he has no one to talk to. Mrs. Haverstock, Michael's sister, had stayed with him for a while in the summer.